and welcome to Crowbar Kernel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming. This is episode 34, and the first episode of 2023. We're back, baby. We took a little bit of a of a impromptu break. Only only a couple weeks there. I think we missed we missed like one episode, um, but we are we're back and better than ever. And uh, I don't know that it's really just more of the same, really. Uh, but we are <laughs> we're streaming live on YouTube, Twitch, and to Facebook, all under Crowbar Kernel Panic. Um, you can send us an email at crowbarkernelpanic at pm.me. You can join us on Discord. I have a link to the Discord in the show notes. Um, and you can find those show notes on your podcast catcher, or anywhere podcasts are available, and also on um, crowbarkernelpanic.com. Hey, at least we didn't start a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, really. What a time. I, I I did I did almost start a Mastodon. Man, we didn't podcast during any of the any of the like Mastodon blew up. Twitter was like oh, going crazy. Yeah, we didn't do I shows know. during that. Um, it, yeah, it just didn't <laughs> fall at the right at the right time. Did you? I already had a Mastodon, but like the way Mastodon works, you like you make it on someone else's like federation or whatever. Yeah, I had no idea where my account was, so I just <laughs> so made a whole I was, new one. <laughs> I was in the same boat as you. I I made an account on way back, like I'm yeah. talking before 2020. I, I remember us talking about Mastodon forever ago. Did you run a Mastodon? No, I did not. Okay. I looked into it and it was like a disaster. Yeah, you gotta have. <laughs> I ran a Matrix server. That's right. Which yeah, I, they're also in trouble. <laughs> really? What's Matrix? Yeah, apparently, apparently they're uh, they're not getting nearly enough funding, and they had to lay off a bunch of people. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. I made one, and I thought, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be me, baby. I'm 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 all in on Mastodon, <laughs> and uh, I will say I have done more Mastodon posts oh. than Twitter, but that's because I never did Twitter. So, did you make a Vivaldi account? A Vivaldi account. I think I'm using. I already had one. I already had one. Right now, I'm logged into person one. So therefore, you have a new Mastodon because really? they have an instance and they link it to their account. Oh, that's pretty neat. That's pretty yeah. Neat. Except for the problem is. That whenever you go there, it's all in Chinese or or Japanese or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, because all their users are on the same one, and they probably have a large Chinese base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I um, yeah, I have a I have a Vivaldi account, but uh, and I and I can log into it, but then I think whenever I did my CPU upgrade or something, I had to reinstall my OS, and I didn't. Lo- I haven't logged into it since. Oh okay. I was just curious because I know you'd have a you'd have a uh, mastodon then. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good that's a good good idea. I joined like a like a Linux and beer and like craft beer. Um, mastodon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I just I just joined I really the general like tech. I don't one. really drink beer, but I feel like I would me neither. Like, I would like the people that hang out there though. I yeah, think. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're probably really if cool you could, people. If you can drink beer and do Linux. Y- yeah. You got something going for you. No, that's a huge. That is a huge thing. That's a huge thing. Like, dude, craft beer and Linux goes hand in hand. It's like such a. I don't know because it's like open beer is like open source drink. It's like beer and hockey. Beer and Linux is like beer and hockey, or maybe beer is just every beer and everything. Beer and everything. Yeah. We're not as special as we think we are. Beer fans are just everywhere. It has nothing to do with Linux. <laughs> So how was your holidays? How how have things been since the last time we were together? Uh, it was it was all right. I uh, 
I was kind of sick for the first kind of half of it, so it's kind of like annoying. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it it wasn't horrible. It was just a cold or something because I got tested for everything under the sun and nothing came up. Oh, so I'm yeah. like, okay, good. But I've yeah. had this cough. Luckily, it's gone mm-hmm. away for the most part. But man, I was coughing up until like two days ago, like hacking yeah. up along. Yeah, everybody's getting the flu right now. Yeah, I know. Several of our friends did too. I uh, yeah. Other than the dog problem, wife had a very small. She had a very small wreck. But the way modern cars are now, I mean, like mm-hmm. you, you would have thought she was going fifty-five miles an hour. I mean, she ran into somebody from a complete stop, and the person she ran into was moving, but it was on like a road the speed limit's like 25 and he was like a super old dude like he was uh, like neither one of them were probably going over 25 miles an hour. I mean, she wasn't even he was literally at a complete stop and then started moving yeah but, but if you look at both of their cars I mean, he couldn't even drive his home like demolished cause gee yeah they're like paper built to destroy um, well, I mean, they, they're built that way to save you for the most part, except for the plasticky stuff on the outside. That's another story. But like yeah. the, how the how the frame crumbles, it's built to save you. So it's it is built like to crumble. So unfortunately, that's just how it goes. But at least you're alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. I, you know, I'm trying to think of any like holiday gaming stuff that I did. Like I I really have not like played that many games since our last podcast mm. been playing <laughs> star trek online okay uh and uh downloaded just a like i downloaded a couple old mmos because you know that's that's my thing is i build a super expensive gaming pc so that <laughs> i can play 15 and 20 year old mmos that's, that seems to be my so <laughs> my so- entertainment if, so let's go back 20 years. If yeah. it was 20 years ago, right right over the holiday, I'd be doing all the RuneScape like, oh, holiday yeah. events. Because they always had holiday events. You got like an item. I yeah. have several of them on there still. I have my account. Um, my friend, he actually started RuneScape from the very beginning, and he has every single holiday item through the entire, like, up until he stopped playing. Crazy. I bet you he could sell his account for like a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild how there's like people out there that will buy like. I used to have yeah, uh, my Steam account used to be low digit number, um, mm-hmm. because I just had it for so long. Like I got it like counter, whatever the one before source, um, right? One point five, three point five, whatever it was. And and so I had like a really low number Steam account, and people would always be like trying to buy it from me, or that would be like mm. a point of credibility. Like someone would be like, "Oh, he's got he's got a four digit Steam account." I can't remember what how many. I don't I don't have that account anymore. Ah, uh, um, yeah, I, I my account is my account. original, so I don't yeah. even know what number mine is. It was way back. So might be you might be a uh, I think it was six digit. I think it was, I think it was, if you have a six digit account. I don't I don't know. Um, but we have a few news items, not many, that we're gonna go over today and then I kinda just just because we haven't done a podcast in a while. Um and then uh thought we could we wanna pick a twenty twenty three challenge and 
I also kind of wanted to talk about 2023 goals and maybe there was any kind of goal or progress that you made in 2022. Um, talk about, so, uh, I guess right. we could start with, uh, X 11 is most is almost dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely almost dead. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, because I'm using X 11 right now, but at the same time, this is to be expected. And I don't, I don't think we should be investing. We, I, I'm not investing anything, but I, I don't think people should be investing a whole lot into, uh, into like upgrading or improving X11. We should be moving all yeah. of our efforts to to Wayland, right? Like that should be the yep, be the goal. Yep. I mean, Nvidia every every release they keep improving the Wayland uh, session and all of that. So even uh, even they are you know coming over to the industry standard, the new industry standard, I should say. Right. So I didn't do this on purpose, but all three of our stories today is all Pharonics. Pharonics is a great website, but I didn't do they it intentionally. They have all the stuff, man. I mean, <laughs> if you want to go for data points, they have a ton of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. They they have so many like comparison reviews, but like every time I, I look at them, I'm like, this is way too much detail for us to try to go over on a podcast. Like I never, <laughs> yeah. I never use it. It's almost articles. like trying to listen to Gamers Nexus. <laughs> so, um, X11 develop, uh, development pace hits a two-decade low. Wow. I'm um, looking at this chart. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it shouldn't be news to you that most of the corporate-backed developers working on the Linux desktop are no longer investing in... That's another thing, too. Uh, they pointed out corporate-backed developers, which, mm. uh, you know, they're talking about Red Hat and things like that. Like, I didn't think about, like we look at this from the perspective of somebody that's like, well, I use X 11 because, uh, world of Warcraft runs better <laughs> through X 11. Right. It doesn't work on Wayland. Um, and, uh, but there's not, we're, uh, we're a niche audience in the Linux community. I mean, most people using Linux, the applications that they run for like their red hat server at some corporation somewhere, or even if it's a home computer, uh, mm-hmm. unless they're a gamer, they don't care about X 11 anymore. I mean, Wayland basically as, is way past the point of like just being a usable desktop environment. Like it is, it's so far beyond that. that yeah. Like the likes of Red Hat and Fedora, like they, although we have a really cool uh, gaming article coming up that involves Red Hat, but I would think that <laughs> they are ready to just, they have no reason to stick around on X11. They're completely dedicated to testing. Um, yep. So that's my mixed my mixed emotion about it is whenever we get to the point where we're ready to rip the band-aid off and you know there's no longer a need for X11 it's a detriment to have it on your system versus using Wayland like are there are my 15-year-old MMO still going to run on Wayland are we at the point now where like I won't be sacrificing anything <laughs> by doing that we'll need we'll need a Wayland compa- I mean a X11 compatibility layer right oh yeah well I <laughs> Waylon, I think that is a thing. Well, I know that is a thing, but like, yeah, well, we'll have to yeah, have X Waylon. Yeah. yeah, we'll need it uh, for like old versions of RectX or something. The um, so uh, this year saw just 156 commits. Um, so that what they're doing is basically they're comparing the Git commits and charting it out and showing that it has flat line. In Follow the article in the show notes to to read the details, but 
essentially not committing yeah. changes to it anymore because it it's basically looks like it's back to like 2003 levels, which is, yeah, that's bad. It like peaked in 2008 with over 2,000 commits, and then now it's down to like, oh yeah, it says right here 156. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's dropped a lot in the last the last what is that 20 years? Whatever. No, not quite 2015. I don't know. Scary progress for an old, uh, but it's good. Yep. Um, we also have um, thanks to Valve, HDR begins to work for Linux gaming. So this actually, oh yeah, I, I I saw this before. This is a good one. Yeah, yeah, this one's really cool. So I had this in the show notes under a different art on a under a different article than the Pharonix article, but I thought that the Pharonix article was more concise than the one I originally had, so I switched it and then started the show. I realized that uh, no, now I've made it so that every so this is how this came to be. I mistakenly did. Uh, so, thanks. oh yeah. So, so ancient twenty four is the one who posted this originally, or at least yes. he, yeah, he posted this. I don't know if you saw it or not, but that's that's who uh, posted it on our Discord. Yeah, I think he posted a direct link to this. <laughs> so, uh, thanks to Valve's incredible work on Steam Play and investing in low level Linux graphics stack improvements. The latest milestone being achieved is HDR, high dynamic range uh, support begin beginning. HDR support beginning to work. Um, Pierre Lou Griffas, Grif- oh God, I'm sorry, Pierre, um, of <laughs> Valve's Linux team announced today that HDR support in games um, is being is beginning to directly function. We did and have a copy of. Um, he tweeted out this morning, new Linux game milestone, uh, with the latest work from Josh Ashton about it. Josh Ashton, um, HDR can now be enabled for real games tested, tested it tonight on my AMD desktop with halo infinite deep rock galactic death stranding DC, uh, very early and we'll still get those. got to get that walking in carrying a big ass (laughs) ladder, whatever, whatever he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> try to eat better not topple over uh need some time <laughs> to bake to be so uh yeah this is in development for steam play he says he tested it up on his desktop pc i thought this was uh in development for the steam deck actually um mm. but it seems like they are just just a proton like they're just working on putting yeah. in uh in play um, well that's cool though yeah, that's really cool. I mean, it would have worked either way because anything that basically gets built for the Steam Deck, you know, that just improves Proton. So, yeah, um, it works. It's great for everybody, even if you never own a Steam Deck. It's great for you. Um, in any event, very exciting milestones and great to see HDR support beginning to work. Games on Linux, HDR support for Linux desktop um, has been an area years has been a work in progress. and it really yeah i know sorry <laughs> don't do it man <laughs> surprised the link's still good <laughs> yeah yeah they, they they let you view it for a little bit and then it pops up um 
So yeah, this is really cool. I, I saw speculation that this could be leading to like in more improved uh, Steam decks, like do HDR, then they could try to put yeah. like, a better screen deck. Um, I don't think that the Steam Deck will ever be like. The, I think the sole purpose of the Steam Deck is to try to um, run things like they would have to increase the hardware to have a higher resolution. They're gonna always yeah. I, I, well, I think if I think that, if yeah, seven twenty. Yeah, well, I think I think if AMD or Intel, depending on you know how it goes, can improve the performance enough that they can justify a 1080p screen well maybe they'll be able to do that but you know it's it's all dependent on the hardware manufacturer if they can get the power out of it you know because the steam deck you like you said is great at 720p but you bump it up to 1080 and it starts to get a little flaky depending yeah, on what game you're playing pretty bad in most games it's 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 a fantastic handheld device because your eyes can't really tell the difference Right, at that small size. Right. But if you try to game on the desktop mode, very noticeable. Right. Uh, although I still want to try the challenge. That's our 2023 challenge. Podcast <laughs> from the Steam Deck. I still want to try oh, to yeah. the podcast from the Steam Deck. I totally think it, that's doable. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm almost positive that's doable. Yeah, it would, it would totally work. We need to do next episode direct from the Steam Deck. <laughs> do you have a dock for it or... I, I don't have the cool dock that came out for it. I have a like a Lenovo USB C uh Okay, thing. so that should work. Yeah, it's like actually for my work computer, but you know, it works right. on it works on there. I'm I wanna get the cool little like dock thing that they Yeah, the little stand. Yeah. That looks pretty sweet. It totally could do it though. It totally could do it. So Yeah. So this is great. HDR coming to Linux. Um and dude, if anything possibly be said about 2022 and i know that we said it about 2021 on mintcast um valve has had the biggest impact on linux gaming at oh yeah at least two years in a row probably three years in a row probably like since 2020 valve has had the biggest impact on yep linux gaming is not even a category anymore like i feel like when we started this podcast it was like still mm -hmm. kind of hard but now I don't even consider like whenever a game is on sale on Steam, I just buy it because I'm like yep. I'm like a hundred percent positive it's going to work. I the right. only the only thing you have to watch for is like MMOs that use some sort of anti cheat that might Yes. The anti cheat is still the contention point for yeah. Linux gaming. But other other than that, and even that, there was like there was like some progress made on that recently, but apparently like I guess Valve had I haven't heard about it for a while yet. Yeah, well what my understanding is is like Valve made it available, but it wasn't mm -hmm. just like oh it's going to work now for every game. Game developers still had to like take their package oh. and and, and yep. implement it in their project. And um and so I mean most people just they don't they're not doing that step unless they're yeah. trying to target the Steam Deck, which that was another prediction I remember us making a while back is that people would begin to target Proton specifically. Yeah. But I'm definitely now that the Steam Deck is out, I'm seeing I'm seeing developers that are intentionally targeting the Steam. Yeah. Um and they know, actually know what Proton is, you know? Yeah, and that game, um uh the game I talked about the last episode, the RPG um that I was playing on my Steam Deck. I mean, everything right. about that game, the resolutions that you can choose, 
um, like everything about that game, you can tell that it was designed compatibility for Steam, hundred percent. That's cool. I think it was like their sole they were developing for. Well, in conjunction to this very news, we have uh, Red Hat planning a hack a hackathon hack fest to further advance HDR support on the Linux desktop. So, and this and Red Hat is still awesome. Even after yep. uh, they got bought by Lenovo, <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like they haven't changed a bit, pretty much. I mean, I mean, there was a slight, slight worrisome things happening right in the beginning and towards yeah. the, the, you know, first year. But then after that, it seemed to mellow out, and things have kind of been like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I've heard anything really. Like, I don't think I've I've heard any. I don't know. The, it's not yeah, something I look into the, either, but. Yeah, but I mean, the biggest thing that, that there was was the whole CentOS 8 thing. And the problem the, the problem with that theory is that it had to have been in the works before IBM bought them because it was, it was so close to that well, time that it, there's no way it wasn't in the works beforehand. So 8 was such a different... 8 was so different than 7 in that it was like more of like a rolling distro kind of thing. I'm no longer a Linux sysadmin job. Um, so I'm, I'm a little disconnected from the Red Hat world. But at that time, I remember that was the big panic was like eight was announced and everybody, we were like just migrating to seven. And it was like, oh God, what are we going to do when we get to eight? It's going to be different. And then then on top of that, CentOS was like from from now on, we're no longer just going to be a clone of eight because, you know, we're not going in that direction. And right. I don't, I don't know all the reasoning behind that, but yeah, like you said, I think it was more than just like, oh, well, Lenovo bought Red Hat, so now we're not going to mimic there because there was there was other dramatic changes to besides just mm-hmm. besides mm-hmm. just that. Um, so Red Hat has been among the key Linux stakeholders working years towards the ultimate goal of ensuring the Linux desktop will have suitable high dynamic range HDR support in place. Um, they are working to organize a hack fest this year to further the progress being made on HDR application home desktop as well as associated open source graphic Um so this is really cool. Um Red Hat is planning for a multi-day hack fest. Work on the Linux GPU stack and GNOME shell components around HDR support. Um, goals. The main goal is to plan the next one to two years of work and direction how to support HDR or other new graphics technologies that that are exposed to the final user. Th- Butter and shell. Um, in addition, second main goal is to discuss, plan, and agree on how to improve KMS Wayland API. Yep. Um, to better accommodate user space, user space needs these technologies specifically necessary for HDR. Um, the third main but optional goal for the UXD team to discuss the next iteration of shell design and expose their need to graphics and shell mutter engine gather feedback what's feasible and what API 
but it sounds like this is more of like a a conference or a meeting to discuss like the future, like the long term future of of um, HDR. That's pretty wild. Yeah. But be cool. I don't know. I I wonder what I didn't think in twenty twenty sixteen twenty eighteen. I didn't. I would not have predicted that by twenty twenty two have the Linux desktop that we have now. And I yeah, can't, no way. I can't imagine. It seems like it's exponential. Like I can't imagine what yeah, or is gonna. I know it's it's. It's gonna be, yeah. I I um. I don't know if what Linux is ever gonna take over Windows. Yeah. But it's definitely gonna slowly steal away market share if things keep going in the way that it's going now. Well, I mean, I think it's so Linux. Uh, for the first time recently, I had an article about for the first time recently, like overtook. Um, uh, de- overtook Mac for developers. So, like, what developers right. prefer, and um, also if you include, but I think that was only including uh the uh, what they call it on Windows, the uh, Windows subsystem Linux. Oh, or subsystem whatever. for Linux. Yeah, if you included that. I think is how they they came up with those. Um, yeah, but with I don't know. I could foresee on on the. So I know that Windows has done a lot of things in the last couple of years that has like pissed Valve off. Like um, they've yeah. been, they've sort of made threats of things, made certain changes that have made it harder for game developers and game releases. But I also think that like they have a huge incentive because Microsoft actually they make games, they own Bethesda, um, right? Yep. Like um, they have a huge incentive for better gaming on Windows. So. Mm-hmm. Those those hurdles could be kind of short lived, and they're not really like. I don't know. So I I don't know. I could just I could foresee a day where people like you and I that are like really enthusiasts about a gaming PC. You know, we build our PC. Like having like a hot rod car in your garage where you mm-hmm. want to tweak and control every little aspect of it, and um, I see a lot more of those people switch Linux. Like I think that's kind of like. You know, our community. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. So, talked about the holidays. 2023 challenge. Ready? Are you ready for a challenge, baby? Oh, man, I'm kind of ready. <laughs> so, you threw it out in the Discord, and I think we've settled on... I think we've kind of settled on one. I wanted to talk about some of the options. Uh, so, of course, everybody does an Arch Linux challenge. Yep. I just, I just think that's too played out. Everybody does Everybody does an Arch challenge. Um, and it's really not as hard as you think it is. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It, it is fun to do an Arch challenge because you really, you really like, learn the little details you didn't realize. But I think a Debian challenge would be, be of similar, be of similar nature. So, like, we... Like, are you are you talking straight vanilla, Debian, like Debian oh, yeah. stable? Yeah, yeah. Either either the firmware or the free version, depending on what you can get going with your computer. Because obviously, some 
computers you can't you know use the non-free version that doesn't have the firmware in it um and i was saying i, I was thinking so for me personally i can't go sid which is their like bleeding edge like arch basically version i can't do that because of the nvidia driver and that's just going to keep breaking yeah because of the kernel about too but yeah okay yeah i see what you're but, saying but we need testing. a more stable kerbal kerbal we need a more stable, <laughs> need a more stable <laughs> kernel <laughs> but 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 debian testing yeah is more it's rolling but it's not so fast like arch it's 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 got like right right now currently it's got like the 6.0 kernel so it's not like the bleeding bleeding edge so it'll work with with the nvidia driver and by the time it gets to a newer version of the kernel the nvidia driver should be updated enough to to get there okay the thing with the thing with me personally and debian 11 is that the gnome version which is what i another thing that i was going to say i was going to do the gnome version but the gnome version is like 3.34 and i can't stand anything less than 40 now 40 has ruined me for gnome like I, that's the only one i'm going to ever use <laughs> yeah no i'm with you i'm with you there i i i might actually i'm going to do kde um so another suggestion in the chat yeah dale was to do kde I think it was from Dale. Um, um, someone else said it too. Reluctant. Oh no, Dale said budgie. H and twenty four said said to do yeah. KDE. Yeah, Dale wants us to do budgie. I'm interested in budgie. I would totally. I do, don't. I would totally do budgie. Yeah, I don't mind budgie at all. It, it's basically it would, like gnome, but like themed a little differently for the most part. That's it. I don't but, think it would be different enough for me to feel like it was like a real challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um. As I ain't but I just KDE. I, I haven't used KDE since like before plasma. Like I haven't used it. In oh, so long. dude, you're you're gonna. Oh my gosh, it's that's gonna be like shell shock. It's so different. It's crazy. I think I. It's I think, good. Don't get me wrong. It's it's very it's very good for someone who wants to like customize everything about uh, their okay. desktop. I do like, like that sort of thing, or I used to. If yeah, I mean, if you if you want to get into that, you can do almost anything with KDE. I mean, look at look at um Garuda Linux, um. It, okay, I just reviewed that on Distro Hoppers Digest, and yeah. Garuda Linux is a disaster. I'm not gonna like yeah. sugarcoat it. I don't like Garuda Linux. Yet. We did it, but, on but here look too. at look at how they themed KDE. That that is KDE, and it looks it looks so different. I, well, I'm just using it as an example of theming KDE, and it's like or Plasma. I should I should say, it's just crazy what you can do with it. I'm on I'm on Debian's website right now, and I'm trying to tell you I can't even I know I'm doing a podcast at the same time, but like I cannot even figure out what no, to download there. <laughs> you, you you are totally you are totally not even off base with that because their website's a disaster. <laughs> it's it's I think, I think so so the, the the best thing you can do is type into Google, type in Debian, whatever you want, eleven or testing or whatever, you know, Debian testing, ISO, non free. And it and you should somewhere in that search result see what you want. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I go to it goes to like a direct like one of those directories. Yeah, that's what that's what you have to do. You have to do that to get the the ISO. You have to search through that until you find the ISO you want. Yeah. 
People think the Arch Wiki is bad. This is this oh yeah, is so bad. Arch Wiki's <laughs> great, actually. <clears throat> oh yeah, Arch Wiki's amazing. I love the Arch Wiki. But nice. um, so I have eleven dot six nine free. But how do so, I? Okay, so you are gonna have a problem probably with that with eleven yeah. because it's only on five dot ten, and you got the newest AMD kernel or um CPU. So I don't know how well that's gonna work. Oh man, I've already <laughs> lost this challenge. I already, <laughs> I already lost the challenge. I can't even. I can't. I can't. I can't do the Debian website challenge. <laughs> no, you can. You can find it. It just takes a little bit to to navigate their their like wording. It's yeah. Basically, you gotta follow the links of of AMD sixty four until you get to the one that says. Debian testing ISO. <laughs> Eventually, you'll get there. <laughs> All right, I'll figure this later. Podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, we did. Um, did the uh, the Linux Mint? Yeah, that one. That one's um. That one's pretty good. But again, like I said, you're probably gonna have a problem with your new CPU. Yeah. No, I'll do legit. I'll do legit Debian. So of course someone said Gen two. I'm not <laughs> yeah, doing, right. I'm not doing Gen two. It's Gen too much. Um, they this burn my Windows uh, twenty three that uh, reluctant posted. Um, that looks insane. Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't expect that. I was like, holy crap! <laughs> it's it's some kind of wild like uh up on the yeah like all these like little bubble interfaces things yeah it, you know what it looks like it looks like it's based off of a uh, rick and morty yeah because yeah I, I thought that maybe is that this guy's theming or i think i think it might be that guy's theming but right. uh the little the little like you do like a, it's almost like in uh in elder scrolls online where you have the little quick menu that pops up and you, you pick one of the options that's what, yep. that's what it looks like. That's so crazy. Well, it's it's kind of like a fancy uh um open box. Have you ever used the open box uh desktop manager? Uh yes, I, I, I have I haven't used it, but I've seen it before. So it's like you click on your desktop and then a menu pops up and it and it basically is just like a normal menu. It can narrow down through that menu. Um but there's no like menu button on your it basically this looks like a really nice, like graphically nice version of that. You click on it, bubbles come up, but then you can navigate in sub bubbles. Right. Um, hey, I, I I got you the uh, Debian testing uh, link. Say, send, send me that thing on Discord. <laughs> I already got it. <laughs> I need it with KDE, but you know what? At this point, I'll just install. You get to KDE. choose. Um, you get to choose your your desktop oh, during during installation. Yep. And. Fancy, not even a different ISO. This is the world we're living in now, 2023, baby. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we're gonna do we're gonna do Debian, straight Debian, gaming and everything. Probably going to kill myself, and uh, <laughs> 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 and I suggested three months. Leo yep, took yep. that offer. Leo said definitely three months. <laughs> and uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, ain't no way I'm doing three months. You suggest <laughs> no <way. laughs> 
you suggested. Well, you're gonna you're gonna install this. You're gonna love it. You're just oh. you're just gonna want to keep it forever. No, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it can't be that much different than the. If anything, it's it's harder to use than the Linux Mint uh, Debian edition. So, well. I'm going to tell you one thing. When you get to the login screen, you're going to know that there's something wrong because it just looks like garbage for KDE. I don't know uh, why, but I'm just like, oh, this is so bad. Like, compare it to like, to like, uh, Kubuntu. And it's like, there's no way. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Leo's not, Leo's not watching. If Leo was in the chat, I'd ask him, but Friday night, ain't nobody. If, if, I would do three months. All right, here's here's what I'll say. I'm going to do a month on Debian. Okay. I'm going to install it. I'm going to install it, but I'm going to suggest in the Discord, and uh, we can put it out to people if they want to leave a comment on this video. I will. I would do longer than a month if I'm allowed to use Linux Mint Debian Edition. I'll do two months. One month Linux uh, uh, Debian. Two months... Or possibly more, LMDE, because I think I could live with LMDE. I've done it before, close enough to Linux Mint. It, it just it, and really the struggle, the difference between Linux Mint and Linux Mint Debian Edition is the Debian management. Is you ha you're having to like yeah. add your repository to the to Debian package. I don't even yeah. I don't even remember how. To, you know another thing too that for me always was. Dora was like a nice kind of thing because um, it also kept me in the loop with what I would use at work. So like if I ever needed right. to learn how to do something on my home computer, well, it was beneficial because the same if I was on Red Hat or CentOS. So like, right. but with Debian, I feel like I'm not getting any of that. If I learn how to do something on Debian, it's only good for my home PC, not really helping <laughs> me outside of that. Um, but but I, I like a challenge though. I think this is fun. We need more challenges. I'm just curious to see how the gaming's going to be, and I don't oh, it's gonna know be awful. if it's going to be. Awful. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll be good. I know. I'm, I know. <laughs> I know. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> I'm 100 percent oh, sure. No, no, no. So, so this is the thing. This is my problem right now. Is yeah. the Nvidia drivers? I have no clue if there is an easy quote-unquote easy way to install them or if i'm just gonna have to go right to nvidia download their drivers and manually install them no you don't have to do that i so i did this on lmde and i imagine it's exactly the same you you'll have to find their debt i forget what the word for it i don't think they call it a repository but you have to find their equivalent to whatever that is and then there's a file that you have to go edit and you have to add that that line to that file and then, hmm. and then you'll be able to update your packages from, you know, directly from NVIDIA. And Interesting. So I'm sure we'll have. I'm all just going to ask ChatGPT. Hey, I'm about to ask. I'm about to ask because if if before the end of the show, uh, Chat agrees that uh, that LMDE counts, then I'll. Uh, this makes this a whole lot easier. I'll do it for three months if they say. <laughs> If it counts, oh, man. I'll I'll stick to it if it counts. Um Does L M D E count? <laughs> yeah. And I'll do KDE either. Try out KDE. Can't guarantee. 
<laughs> you know, it might be easier. Uh, it might be easier to do the stable version of Debian, but do since I'm doing KDE anyway, you know. But you said no. <laughs> you're, you're, you're ruining the. You're ruining the. This is a bad survey. <laughs> oh no! No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it, it, LMDE is close enough to it's to, to vanilla. It's pretty dang close, man. I think it's, it's the only way I'll use I'll use cinnamon on Debian though. I could tell you that because oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. LMDE is going to have cinnamon, so I won't I won't be able to use KDE unless I unless I install it. Like don't do cinnamon, that. But I don't want do to do not that. do that. Yeah. I've done that. Don't do it. <laughs> it breaks things. Yeah, yeah. I used to do that. Also, don't try time. to upgrade to testing from stable on LMDE. That also breaks things. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to do Debian edition stable or Debian stable. KDE. Oh, but if that, fa- if kernel- that fails out, you can go, you can switch to LMD. Like, 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 like one month evaluation of, of Debian and see how that goes. And then after that, LMDE, if you can't. Maybe that's a good compromise. That's a good compromise. <laughs> all right so all right do it episode i'll be on debian may not be a podcast next week because I- <laughs> well i'm gonna give you some reassurance because i am currently on debian testing right now doing this oh, really? podcast all right yep all right all right that's good um maybe no video audio only I am I'm using the the Noe, Noevu Noeva whatever yeah. drivers right now so I don't know how that's going to work <laughs> getting the Nvidia drivers installed but uh what if we try yeah, we'll, what if we we'll did a challenge like of uh all right let's do Debian first because that was suggested but I got another one after that I think we should just We'll just make, do quarterly challenges. Yeah, I was going to say this is just be the year <laughs> of challenges. So another challenge we could do is we should uh let's try like around like the end of February, let, let's try Wayland. Let, let's let's try no X11. We're gonna game on Just Wayland. Straight Wayland. Wayland all all Oof. time. Yeah. I would I would be hundred percent, hundred fifty percent behind that if I was on AMD right now. <laughs> but being on oh, Nvidia, yeah, I'm on Nvidia. Oh too. man, that's I'm gonna be rough. Um, like I even have problems with Steam on Nvidia. Well, as it stands right now, not I don't know about the newest Nvidia driver, but I've had problems with Steam in general. Like it will, it'll flash and it'll like screw up the the where the text is and, <laughs> and switch back my, to X. And it's fine. Since my CPU upgrade, I have been, I've I've everything is running smoothly. My CPU right now is running at forty nine degrees Celsius. But every, wow, just just doing this. Yeah, it's always hot. It's all, that's like normal. That's even whenever I'm running games and things, it's about it may shoot up to forty nine. It almost never goes over fifty. Um, but the idle temp is always high, and uh, wow. we we talked about in a couple episodes ago about how uh, the way these CPUs are designed, they have this like mm-hmm. thicker lid, and yeah, significantly thicker. Yeah, and it's uh, got that thick lid, baby, and it's <laughs> uh, it makes it run a little hotter, uh, quite a bit hotter. But they're also just like, hey, that's the new norm. Like forty degrees, 
That's cool, baby. Nothing wrong with it. (laughs) 40 degrees is the new 20. Right. (laughs) So I've just been trusting that everything's okay. And everything does seem to be running fine. And it doesn't, it doesn't go much higher than 50 or it it almost, it never goes higher than 50 now that I've, I've switched to a custom loop. Um, but even on my all in one, um, it, it rarely went over 50. Got a high, like idle. That's Um, crazy. But there's been a bunch of other complaints. Um, I think uh, I think Dell pointed out in her chat um, article that talks about how like scratching up the lids. There's a there's a bunch of like weird design flaws that they ran into. AMD this. has been not doing too well in the design design side of things this this round. Um, their their new uh their new graphics cards the. Oh, well, so it's not official yet, but from what I've seen on YouTube and the reviewers and all they're that stuff... They're lighting on fire? They're lighting people's... N- well, I mean, kind <laughs> the wires of. melting like <laughs> not, NVIDIA? <laughs> not, not, not literally, but yeah. apparently the the coolers, the vapor chambers are not designed properly, and the hot spot of the CPU is just like outrageously hot. Like it's, it's ridiculous all, almost like all the time when you're putting it on load. And um, it's a serious problem that, I mean, even the even the AIO people are going to have problems with because they're going to if anyone uses their vapor chamber, it's like yeah. they're done. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't read that yet. I'll we'll talking this. I apologize. This show, I I I didn't want to miss, but also didn't have much time to prepare. Kind of winging it, but kind of like these episodes where we do that. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely read about that and talk about it next. And I kind of wanted. No, to do... I was just mentioning it quick because I was just kind of like saying oh, like yeah. the the design aspect of I things has been do... kind of just off. I did some tests my old CPU. Um, I did um, get the name of the one with all the asteroids that Vulcan. Oh um, shoot, I can't remember now. I, I know what one you're talking about, but I can't remember. I did some tests with that on my old CPU before I switched, but I haven't done new ones on on the new CPU because I was worried about mm-hmm. the temperature until I got the custom loop installed. And uh, so now that I've got everything set up the way I want it, I want to do some tests there. And then maybe next episode we can we can talk about the differences between those. Okay, those that'll CPUs. be fun. I will tell you right off the bat, spoiler alert, if I were to recommend an, a Ryzen processor today to someone, it wouldn't be the one I just bought. And it's not, and it's not because I don't like it. I just don't think it's the best value. I uh I got it on sale and I was kind of spending some like you know extra like fun money kind of thing um gotcha. but but I think if I think as far as like the cost like the value goes there's mm. there's a better more valuable CPU and I bet you know what it is um <laughs> <laughs> but I will say so the problem I was having with ESO Xeon baby yeah no no <laughs> I, the uh the uh, the problem I was having with ESO is completely gone. That was definitely all due to my CPU. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. I yep. I had the same. I had the same thing. Yep. When I upgraded my CPU, that problem pretty much went away. So if you're like me and you like playing, um, well, that's not a really old MMO, but uh, if you like playing MMOs, games where you're like having to keep other people on your time, CPU people are investing in their GPUs when they should be investing in their CPU. Trust me. Um, you're probably yep. your your bottleneck. Your bottleneck is probably not where you think it is. 
Uh, so, <laughs> title the show. <laughs> 2023, 2023 goals. Was there any 2022 goals you feel like you just made, like you, you made like a ton of progress on? Maybe something so, that you wished you yeah, had I mean, made more. To be honest, I, I graduated and That's I got a, a new one. job, an IT job. That's a huge one. I mean, that, that I can't even, you know, top that <laughs> with anything else. Record time, too. So many people graduate and then like, been years looking for a job and you graduated oh i know that's what i was worried about yeah no that's what my wife struggled with that my wife struggled with that our our plan when we got married was he was going to graduate sooner than me and we said okay well you'll graduate then i'll i'll just work till you find a job and then then i'll go back and finish school find a job right i I still have not went back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We've been married for 13 years. I still not went back. It's 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 tough. I mean, she's she's found a job now, but like it's it's tough. It took it several years, and then in my situation, I just I I worked for years, and then then finally just kind of stumbled into career path that I'm. But it was like a sheer luck and happenstance kind of. It's right. It's tough. That's a huge. That's a huge. That's. Really proud of you for that, Josh. Graduating and job that. Uh, I don't know what mine is. I don't really have one. <laughs> I should have thought of one while I was doing all that monologue. Um, <laughs> I think this. I think my goal for twenty three. Um, want to. I want to. Continue, growing in the ways I did last year as far as my career. But I want to do, or I want to I want to do more podcasts, and I want to do more creative things. Where I'm not just doing mm. the same thing every week. Oh, speaking of creative things, I mean your Unity stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I, so I would I would say that was a win oh, because I, I mean finish. you really learned a lot. Yeah, and I want I I so here's the thing about that is I learned a ton, and I would tell you the biggest thing I've learned is that I bit off way more than I can chew. I, I, this okay. is a way bigger project than I, I thought it was going to be. I feel like I'm never going to finish this. Thing. And so my goal <laughs> so for just next scale year, it back. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> my goal for next year is to finish this game and, uh, in whatever, in, in whatever, like I'm going to have to scale it back. I can't make the game. I originally, yeah. wanted. um, so in whatever way that I can expansion I mean, packs, baby, <laughs> well, I was thinking. I was thinking what I'll do. I might do like an episodic thing. I might because I'm not gonna. I'm yeah, not gonna, exactly. I don't think I'm gonna charge for the. So I'm just gonna like. I'm gonna release it. In, but even with that, there's a lot involved in this. Yeah. Like, like um, I was really more focused on like the sort of like how do I get the game to work the way I want it to. How do I when you have an object on the table? How does the character go up and pick that up? And now it's in his. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to it's a key you can go to a lock and because you have that key now you can and then it then it destroys the key allows you to use it so many times or tells you you don't need it anymore right i was more thinking about those things but what i've found is really hard is like okay now i've got to build a level (laughs) and like that is like super hard i'm like i don't even know where to start i gotta be an architect i gotta know how to design a building and and then populate it with stuff 
and like that's that's and make it look like like it's actually a real thing like not just stuff thrown about yeah oh yeah that's that should be my so here's goal number one i want this podcast to be more creative i think that's why i like the challenge thing that'll be a lot of fun we'll come up with other stuff um and then goal number two i want to finish that game i want to in in whatever way shape or form finish that game um and that could be hard to do in one year i mean i'm gonna have to simplify it i can't make the game that i was planning to make um i'll have to simplify i had an idea for a game kind of scared to say it on the on the air (laughs) (laughs) but i'll but i'll say i I don't know i don't know the plot or anything so so i guess i'm not really giving away there's probably other games like this what i'm about you know i was originally trying to make a survival horror a survival horror game for one thing that's what that seems like what everybody tries to do whenever they're making their first game i think they just influence so many people um there's a lot of indie survival horror out there um and a lot Mm. of them are good a lot of them are awful, so it's a, <laughs> it's a wide berth, baby. Um, but uh, I was thinking, what if you did that type of game where finding items, solving puzzles, you know, trying to work your way through some sort of mansion or some sort of place, um, and and then and it's survival in that like you have scarcity in your resources and mm-hmm, all of mm-hmm. that, but you set it in like a fantasy. Like almost like a hmm. like a Dungeons and Dragons survival horror. Um, hmm. So, kind of toying with the idea of scrapping everything that I've done so far on the one game, but I did learn from that. Now I know how to make the character. Yeah. But instead yeah. of instead of the character being a modern day character in a modern world, um, I could use for one thing. There's a whole lot more fantasy stuff that's available. Um, cause I can't make 3d models and stuff. And so I'm gonna have to buy those things. And fantasy is a, a whole lot more available and looks more consistent. Whereas like modern stuff, you look at one developer and their stuff is like super cartoony. And then you look at another developer and it's like, and it's like, well, I kind of have to pick right. like these two things won't look right together. Um, right, whereas right. fantasy, there's a lot more options. So you, it's more likely you could find things that would work together. So I, I might toy the idea of doing like a sticking with the survival horror thing, but doing something in a fantasy. Hmm. And okay. I run a D and D campaign. I also thought about running my players through a survival horror like type story and then hmm. taking that, however they decide to play the game, taking that and using that as like my story development. Yeah, like your template for it. Huh. Interesting. That's a cool that's a cool twenty twenty three goal. Yeah, I like it. I like that. Um, um, yeah. Oh, I I hit one of my goals already. I should say this year. I I, I forgot to mention. Only six days. I in. got. I upgraded my storage. Holy cow! You haven't even put my, it in. Uh, you haven't even put it in yet. <laughs> nope. I literally just got them the other day. I've been testing them because they are used. Them. How many do you got? I got. I got three, and I'm gonna get a fourth one eventually. Oh, because I, I should I should have got four, but they were expensive, so I was like, I'll I'll wait until I have some more money. <laughs> this would be another that would be another good goal, um, because I've never had any sort of backup or media like server. Oh, dude, I'm backing up everything now. <laughs> I have I have nothing like that. I've always lived under the philosophy that I could I could refresh my computer, reformat at any time, and except for 
So my thing is podcasting. So whatever podcasts I have not posted yet, right? Back that up. Beyond that, I delete everything. Um, I don't keep anything. And once I post a podcast, I delete everything that was used to make it. Um, hmm. and interesting. Okay. Family photos and stuff. I mean, we have uh, a wife has some of that stuff backed up just accounts, but we don't have anything set up for like a you know, like our, like something that we own, everything is through some service or something. Right. And, and, and honestly, it's not a big thing for us. Really. It probably should be, mm-hmm. um, it should be bigger. So that's, that is a really good thing that I should, I should look in. Yeah. I mean, uh, the biggest, the biggest stuff that I have are like movies and TV shows. And yeah. that's my main reason for upgrading because, well, my one storage pool is like 95% full. So I need to upgrade. <laughs> I, you know, uh, we talked about it on a, on a, on a, an episode, not too. I, I, I recently realized that games are like impossible. I, I never feel like I need to have a TV show library or anything like that because like we mm-hmm. pay for streaming mm-hmm. services because of my son. So like I used to have all of Star Trek, uh, TNG, Voyager and Deep Space Nine. I used to have all that on a hard drive. Then it was like, well, it's on Netflix. You know, why? Why do I need to back it up? Then mm-hmm. even after it left Netflix, I think it's left Netflix now. It's on Amazon. It's on. You know, like I'm like, do I need to? Do I really need to have this? Like a copy of this land somewhere? But like through doing this podcast and you and I talking about old games, and then I go try to right. emulate them. I'm discovering that like there are situations where like you just can't get that game anymore. Like it. Does not mm-hmm. even it doesn't matter what you're willing to pay for it. It does not exist, you know. Yeah. Um, and yep. uh, yeah, so that's that's something I've thought about is like a a server to back game up library. like game libraries. Yeah, because yeah, we don't yeah. realize that stuff's stuff. It's it's it seemed impossible to go away at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm like. I'm like thinking that we don't even have kids yet. And I'm like thinking ahead at like all the shows that I used to watch, like saving them, like my like kid shows and stuff like that, and having our kids watch that kind of stuff. Because like to be honest, personally, I don't like any of the new stuff. Like I I don't want my kids watching half half of this new stuff that they have on TV. Um, and that's just my personal preference. But has been watching old uh, old Scooby Doo, and it's funny because like I can oh dude, I can remember it. Like yep, I, I can remember what's about to happen. I'm like holy crap. Yep. Yep. Oh, I know. I love that. Thirty years. <laughs> I still remember yep. these shows. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's something else. That's interesting. We'll have to follow that along on the podcast. Are you planning on doing like a, uh, like some sort of like rack or something or some sort? Um. So currently, I have I have a desktop actually that Dale gave me. Um, okay. his old server. Um, and I have a little uh four bay like usb well it's not usb it's actually um eSATA um drive on the side so i i have up to eight drives i can put in there all together um i really would like to get a just dedicated like server desktop that has front bays that you can just pop in yeah but a lot of those are pretty expensive and i don't want to spend the money on those when i need to be buying drives yeah If uh, anybody listening wants to tell us what, yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, any other ones or running out this thing? I think I'm good. I I think that was a good episode. 
yeah, man, I think so. I'm glad we did it. I can't wait to get back. This is going to be a good year. Uh, everything fell on me. I apologize for shows. We were doing good of like doing one a week there for like, yeah, we were. Yeah. And then that happened. Um, yeah, well, you know, it happens. Yep. Yep. But the dog's doing good. Glad she's doing good. Me too. Gotta give her a a shot every day. Still getting used to that. But, uh, (laughs) but it is my wife mostly does it. <laughs> yeah, right, thanks. Because Bo will just faint. No, <laughs> no, I've done it twice, and both times it was like I thought about it all day. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. <laughs> he's just, he's just. Like, I would be exactly the same way. So I'm not even. Yeah, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace. Yep. See ya.